702 Radio that listens to you. We are with Nick Durant in the last hour of the show. He's a Bluegrass Digital CEO. We're talking about digital transformation. Nick, good morning and thank you for joining us this morning. Good morning, Wasanga. Good morning, listeners. So um, I've been going on and on and on about the anecdote of uh, CTOs uh, being maybe nudged forward in their digital transformation mandates by COVID-19. And it's been literally the catalyst for a lot of these uh, changes. With regards to digital transformation, what would you say the landscape was in South Africa? Have we ever been ready before we get into the so-called new norm? Um, I think um, you'll find that some have been ready um, and now really are testing um, where they are at in their digital transformation journey. But I think for some, it's been a bit of a shock shock to the system, um, almost a fight for survival in, in, in a way that they have to almost start their digital transformation at an accelerated rate. Um, if we think of some of the smaller businesses which during lockdown have, have been forced to innovate and pivot in their business model. Mm. And what opportunities have come about uh, to those who've embraced digital since uh, the pandemic? Well, I think the, I mean, simple examples like, uh, I suppose, the hospitality and the restaurant industry has been one badly affected with lockdown rules. Mm. Um, they're having to really pivot and look at uh, new ways of um, of selling their their food and and service, I mean, to mm. take away to take the whole takeaway um, game. That's almost every restaurant's had to kick off with, and uh, they've launched e-commerce websites. I mean, uh, probably all of us have, have have got familiar stories to our local restaurant, um, and these are areas where where for a lot of restaurants they may come out of this if 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 they can uh, with another. A sort of uh, thread to that bow in in in, a, in another sort of offering through e-commerce, for example. Mm. And with regards to digital transformation, I think I think I used to joke about people just simplifying digital uh, as just getting a Facebook page. You say, ah, no, we need the social media thing. It's turned, as you mentioned, from uh, a, um, a, a, would you say a luxury into a need now, a necessity for a lot of business? It may seem a bit intimidating for those businesses who used to see it as a, a nice to have. How do you approach it now as a business, if you're listening to this discussion, and not uh, panic to a certain extent and follow the wrong routes? Because we do know that um, when a, a chaos happens, there's also opportunities. And unfortunately, there are people who may uh, sell you short. Well, uh I agree. You have to see this as an opportunity. And I think, look, digital transformation is more than simply just a once-off sort of project or um, launching a Facebook page or, or e-commerce site. It's the whole sort of change of thinking within your business and applying technology um, and, and to digitize your, your your whole business. So, I mean, it, it, it's although it's on the front end where you sort of reach and find your customers, but also through your whole business from automation of of processes um i think we're having to be we are forced in this new age to do more with less uh, uh resources essentially so it's, it's coming up and really looking stepping back and looking at your businesses potentially looking overseas and seeing uh, some of the more modern economies and see how their businesses mm. have evolved and uh, and starting to apply that across your entire business from you know uh, sales all the way through to uh, production and, and supply chain um, to fulfillment um, if you're in e-commerce. So 
Mm. You know, it's it's a it's a holistic approach to really sort of changing the way you do things. Mm. And at 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 the, at the end of the day, Nick, uh, money talks. And if you're going to justify a budget to a certain expense, we need a cost to benefit analysis. And um, as someone in digital working in the environment before it became popular since 2014 and 2015, it's been difficult to market. It's been traditional versus uh, the new type of marketing. How do you how do you reconcile with a marketing team uh, that this digital transformation is in fact important, is going to bring value into the company? Well, I think look at the small the smaller business and it is more challenging. Um, and I think some of the larger enterprises have been uh, you know on a digital transformation path. I mean, as as humans, we've been transforming for decades, haven't we? But I think the the reality is, is there are more and more tools that make your life a lot easier that almost are free and, uh, and available. So small businesses just need to really identify mm. um, the tools that really work. I mean, think about how many people probably haven't even engaged with Zoom um, yeah. up, up until the, the, the pandemic launched. And so even new skills have been adopted by, by people that are not used to kind of engaging in, in, in all these sort of new uh, digital ways of working. Mm. If you've just joined us, we are with Nick Durant. He's the Bluegrass Digital CEO. Uh, just chatting a bit more intimately about digital transformation and what the reality is. Nick, in terms of consultancy, we've heard a lot of companies uh, who've had relationships with consultants. They, they may not speak too fondly of them. As a business, how do you make the decision? How do you gauge whether or not to use a certain consultant? And how do you make sure that they understand your business and expectations that you want from your money? Well, that's a, that's a dif- difficult question. Um, yeah, I suppose we all engage with various service providers and, and have good and bad experiences. So uh, it's not too dissimilar in, in working with consultants um, on you know trying to identify who's going to do the best for your business. I suppose, like anything, it comes down to really having a, a deep dive on their experience, uh, case studies, you know, talking to 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 other clients and, and, and seeking out testimonials before you do engage. Uh. Make 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 sure that they've obviously you know done the business for others before and and you know tick all the right boxes. So I mean, like anything, I suppose it's, it's really doing the due diligence. Mm. Um, before you make those decisions because, you know, there's plenty of stories, as you say, around um, you know, digital transformation gone wrong. Mm-hmm. And uh, in informing these decisions uh, and investments specifically, where would you put your money? If a business was to invest in money, where would you put your, your money? And then secondly, we know that a lot of companies are experiencing retrenchment. Uh, we know they w- it's not normal anymore and they're trying uh, to keep the doors open. What would you say about the discussion versus hiring uh, um, versus uh, upskilling in a business? Well, it is a multi-pronged approach. I suppose the uh, the fast sort of uh, depression on the economy has forced you know the hand of many. I think we don't like to discuss uh, you know job losses and retrenchments, although that's part of the reality of, of, I suppose, transformation in a new economy that's come about through this pandemic at a much faster rate. So, look, I mean, it's, it's, there is a, a case, and I'm sure for many companies, they've, they've had to skill their, mm. 
their teams or workers quite quickly with the new tools. Um, we mentioned Zoom, but there's plenty of other digital tools in allowing them to sort of continue to deliver their work from home and in remote locations. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for many for many companies, there's yeah, there's a lot to do. And I think mm-hmm. you know, if you're um, trying to in the retail space and haven't got into e-commerce, there's a lot of e-commerce going kicking about at the moment. I think if it's you know uh, enterprise where you have um, sales teams and mm-hmm. having to rather use digital tools to be able to to capture orders and and work in the field. If it's supply chain, I think at, at every point there's there's a bit of digital transformation uh, that is available or needed within a business. Mm. And f- with regards to getting the support in terms of digital transformation. Would you advise a top-down approach or does it start at the ground with getting, gathering the information first uh, before you, you suggest a digital transformation strategy because you don't want to upset those who are in power, but at the same time, the people who are going to be using those specific instruments need to understand the objective and have at least a collective, uh, I think, decision and goal and commitment to it. What would you say? Well, yeah, I mean, it is a... I mean, it is a strategy in a sense that business has to employ, and, and um, you need, there may be some quick wins that that are clearly identifiable. But it, it, as I said earlier, it's it's a holistic approach in the mm. sense of stepping back, you know, looking at the business, uh, and really starting to work through your entire sort of business model, and looking at you know identifying all the relevant areas, um, putting that into. Uh, a strategy before you start implementing any projects. Really look at something because it's not something that's going to, mm-hmm. you know, be able to be done instantly. It's going to take a number of months or years before you start rolling out all these um, yeah. different uh, aspects. And and it's it's a never-ending game if you think about evolution. We continue to evolve, um, you know, as we con- you know, continue to transform as a society. Mm. And before we can actually implement any type of change. We need to have a strategy to a certain extent, Nick, a, a sort of direction to understand what the next move is. In your experience, how many companies actually have a digital transformation strategy? Well, I think uh, you know, we work uh, from enterprise down to, the, to, to smaller companies and startups. So I think um, those that are starting out and, and are usually starting out with what are, you know, I suppose, the fourth industrial revolution sort of ideas and, and businesses that are very technically orientated. Um, the large enterprises do have, um, you know, digital transformation strategies, which they are sort of on, on that journey and have been for some time. Um, I think um, it, it's a mixed bag in terms of, you know, who's doing it well and who's mm. not. Um, I think there's lots of learning going on as they go through that process, but, you know, I think you know, with 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 any business, you know, large and small, you do need to really start thinking. Um, and I'm sure many mm-hmm. have since the lockdown rules have implemented, you know, enforcing themselves to really um, into a survival mode to come up with new innovative ideas. Mm. And just to prepare for the future, this fourth for IR uh, industrial, this fourth industrial revolution, I've seen families, I've fe- I've seen uh, schools as well. We know that uh, certain cur- curricula. Uh, provide for the fourth industrial revolution. If parents were listening to the show at the moment, I mean, we've got universities in Italy that offer influencer uh, 
as influencer manage being an influencer as a, as a course. So it seems ridiculous, but we in 10 to 20 years time, it's going to look completely different. If you were just talking to our listeners who are parents at the moment to prepare the, their children for digital transformation, what kind of uh, advice would you give them? Well, I think you know, they're, they're becoming more options in terms of um, those who obviously can afford it and have the access to to work, uh, do do education from home. And, and you, you, we might find after this lockdown that um, a number of parents have opted to to do sort of home learning, and there are more and more courses available online, internationally recognised. Um, Obviously, uh, certain requirements need, you need to have the hardware and you need to have the access to be able to do this, um, from home. And so many South Africans obviously don't have that access and don't have the tools to do the work. But there are more and more, you know, international universities offering these online courses. Um, I mean, school obviously comes with more than just the academics. There's the social aspects, which are also key to, to understand. But, um, I do think, you know the future in education, and we've seen it through um, you know, offerings through companies like Get Smarter and so forth, being being uh, you know becoming the more more of the norm, you know, um, and and becoming more affordable as well because the digital channels do allow um, allow uh, yes. vendors to obviously charge um, more affordable rates and give give access provide access for more. Mm. If uh, you've just joined us, we're wrapping up our discussion with Bluegrass Digital CEO Nick Durant talking about how companies need to rethink the way they do business with digital transformation coming to the fore. Once again, thank you for your time this morning, Nick. All the best. Please do be safe. Yes. Have a good day.